exhilarated me. And I'm here outside, sitting, not standing in my truth. And the reason why I'm doing today's podcast is about self-love, discipline. Have you ever found that any, you know, depending, I don't know how, I don't know the, the demographics or the age group that's going to be listening to this, but if there's, are there things that you've done in your past and I, I'd like to say to people, don't regret things that you've done because that's the path you chose at the time to do it. Whether it was a, a drunken stupor whether it was because you were grieving and you acted out of character, whether you just wanted to let your hair go, whether it was um, you did something sneakily, you shouldn't have done it, and it's come back to bite you on the ass. Just anything. It could be anything, or had an argument with someone, or you've done something wrong at work. It really just... It's things that you do at the time, and when you look back on reflection... Could you have done anything different? I don't know. We all say, in hindsight, I would never have done that. But you can't, because at the end of the day, these are the things that is put in your path to deal with. So as you get older, or as time has passed, you get into a situation and you find that because of one thing that you did, no matter all the other good that you've done in your life, the one thing that someone else that was untowards, unseemingly, really bad, they, they looked at you and thought your character was just flawed, um, that has stayed with you forever. Forever. So no matter what you do in life, you're always going to be judged on that one act or two or three that that person witnessed and so you are judged because of that. You get into an entanglement <laughs> and it didn't end well and so you're judged by the, the, the ex-partner, male or female, for being that type of person when um, you could say that maybe if we'd spoken about it, things could have been different. Or children were involved, so it play, it, it, the, the, you know, the anguish is raw. With growth, sometimes you can get over that. You and the person could co-parent. But it still boils down to, it leaves that nasty taste in your mouth. And unfortunately, you are then condemned by that one action. And the last few days, etc., over the last few weeks, I was getting angry because I went out somewhere. Sorry, I've got morning dribble. <laughs> Where I've taken the walk and I feel really good. And um, I went out. Shouldn't do wearing COVID but I went out somewhere, it was a meal. And I walked into this place and there was a few other people that I knew and we were all sitting down and I've gone in with a group of friends. And this 
one person decided to, to you know, um, mind you, I'm sitting down, I'm on my phone, I'm doing nothing. I am absolutely just minding my own bougie business. And this person happens to sit on the other table and she just, she saw my friends all getting up and they had music playing and she, they, they were all laughing and, but I was the only one that was just deep into my phone as I normally do. And she decided to shout out, Miss No Behaviour. I looked over at her and I thought, well, I want, you cannot seriously be talking about me because at the end of the day, those ladies over there are the ones who are making the noise. And those ladies, even though I've come with them, they're the ones who are eating and sort of like dancing and saying, you know, hey, what a great tune. I am quiet. I'm sitting down quietly. But she then continued this, this behaviour. And, you know, again, my friends are now, now they're becoming not raucous, but they're enjoying life. We're in, you know, we're in COVID and they, they wanted to let their hair down. And lo and behold, this young lady decided to shout across the room. And so the other people can hear, she goes, oh, can't take her nowhere. She just have no behavior. By this time, I am now, um, I'm counted to 10, because I looked over and I looked at her and I thought, I'm not even going to entertain you. And you know what, even if I put this up and they watch it, I want them to understand how it made me feel. And lo and behold, she did. And in the end, I had to stick up for myself and say, hold on a second here. Where, what part of this lifestyle, lifetime did you think I have no behaviour? Are you, ba- you know, it was, are you basing it on, uh, you know, something that me, that I've done with you? Or is it something that you see me do? Cut a long story short. It was, it was something that happened back in the day that had no relevance to me. I just happened to be around that time. I happened to be around the people. And because of that, I'm classed as no behaviour because of the circle I happened to be with at the time. I'm... I'm, 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 I'm. We had the conversation... And no matter what I said, I think by the end of it, she knew that I didn't take it lightly. I was not impressed by it. And and I had to stand in my truth. Now, this is something that I found that I've been doing quite regularly over the last couple of years. Whereas I now rip the band-aid off and I feel that if someone energy is trying to put me down or trying to feel that it's okay to disrespect me, I ensure, I ensure that I deal with it in, 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 in a very timely and calm manner not, so as not to disrespect myself and not to make the person feel bad but let them understand that this is not the way to behave now and, you know, enlighten me what is the situation. So what I'm, my, my story to you today is this, is self-discipline. Self-discipline. Um, I've had conversation, you know, or when you have conversation with someone and they bring the past up again and you think, damn, why do you need to bring the past up? I'm not talking about me in this scenario. You know, I am talking about me, but I'm just, as I said, standing in my truth is about my own experiences. And I'm wanting to know if there's anyone else that has that when they deal with people, you know, and why do people feel the need to drag the past up? when they're speaking to you as I said whether you know if it's something that hurt back then then have the conversation but 
ensure that when you're having the conversation and you're blaming someone, allow them to explain themselves. Allow them to feel what you're saying and then be able to respond. That way you can squash the situation. That way you can both walk away agreeing to disagree or apologising if you've made that person feel, you know, uh, uh, bad about themselves. And this brings me to what happens with mental health stability. If you are being trod upon and put upon over a period of time and you suppress that, it's only a matter of time that rises to the surface and you will blow. And the worst thing is you blow on someone that has nothing to do with the transgression that's going on up here. Because what's happened is you've become just so unstable, so unstable. I don't have the answers. I always say this in my podcast. I don't have the answers. But I can only stand in my truth and find that whatever anger I've had over the years, I'm able to look at myself and put myself in someone else's shoes and try to say, okay, would I want that be done or would I like that to be said to me? I have sarcastic humour, I have caustic humour, so if I've offended anyone over the years, the only thing I can do is say, no, I'm sorry, I wasn't aiming it at you. And not nine times out of ten, my, my, my caustic or sarcastic banter um, is more drawn towards sports. With that said, I was um, in a situation in, in over the last week or so where I speak to someone and again you know it was like let me drag your past up let me do this and then I was speaking to someone else and they said how they were in the conversation and someone did the same thing to them and I thought is this the time of the year or because of 2020 where everyone is now turning to everyone and blaming everyone for their mental instability in life, you have to take 50-50 responsibility for your own actions, whether it be in the shop, in, a, in, in, in work, whether it be in your children, whether it be in, in your love life, whether it be if you walk into a bank to get a bank stay, it, it doesn't matter. You have to take responsibility for 50% of any of your actions. You cannot be doing something and be wrong and strong. And even if you're wrong and strong and you, you feel that you've won and you've had this argument and you've come out of it feeling, way I feel so good. Let me tell you, everyone goes about karma, but they say what goes around comes around. I don't call that karma. I just believe that whatever you've experienced, someone else will experience and they may experience it 10 times worse. And all I'm saying is that learn to discipline yourself. And a great friend of mine, and I'm hoping he doesn't mind me dragging his name into my conversation today, John Peters, he, uh, and it's poignant how he sent me this. This is how the universe speaks to you. Now I'm sitting there in my house praying, saying thank you Lord for waking me up today. This is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. Thank you for everything. And lo and behold, um, I had to stand in my truth and have a conversation with someone. And I hope they forgive me. But I was actually going to have this conversation and have this podcast about, you know, self 
love yourself. So, he sent me something. I was literally saying before I wrote this podcast was, you've got to learn to love yourself. Learn to forgive yourself for anything that you've done. Learn to have a conversation and if you're living with someone, be able to say to each other at the end of the night, I'm sorry. Don't be going to bed with that anger and waking up in the morning with sourness because you're taking away the little bit of happiness that you've got left. Learn to love yourself that when you are being you feel like you're transgressed on, people are attacking, or you feel that you're attacked, which sometimes it can just all be in your mind, you're not being attacked. Um, you feel, I'm just trying to find the beautiful message he sent me. Learn to discipline yourself to say, whatever you say to me is not a reflection of who I am. All I can do is listen to your opinion, and whatever that I can take from that opinion, I will apply it to myself. The rest is duly noted. Learn to love yourself that if for any reason you're starting to hate how you look, how you feel, try not to put that on somebody else. Try not to hate on someone because they've lost weight or their skin's beautiful or they've bought a new car. Where they are in their life is where they're at. You don't know the journey that they had to be to get that car or own that shop or treat their children to Disneyland. You don't know what they had to do. What you need to do is love yourself, look at what you're doing for yourself and grow and elevate. It's called self-discipline. It's called self-discipline. So it says, discipline is one of the highest forms of self-love. It is quite literally telling yourself that you will delay instant gratification and comfort for better things to come in the future. A lot of people see self-love as spa baths and fancy coffee, but true self-love is how you manage to yourself in the face of adversity. When the chips are down, how you react when everything is against you, how you carry yourself. How you talk to yourself and what you're willing to do to create the version, the best version of yourself that you can admire. That when you wake up in the morning, you say, I thank you, Lord, this is me. I thank you, Lord, this is me. Self-love. True self-love is hard, really, really hard. I don't have the answers. I have my up and down days, but let me tell you, I have to still come back and say, Valerie, don't worry, there's always tomorrow. So when I drink that can of soda that I shouldn't be drinking, I don't beat myself up about it, but it tells me that I'm not, there's something not, you know, I, I'm, that just enjoy it. And not beat myself up about it because I watch other people being skinny or I watch other people, you know, banging away in the gym and blah, blah, blah. Don't get me wrong, I, you know, I do go to the gym and, I, you know, this is one thing, one of the reasons why I stopped putting 
my fitness regime on the internet because I went out and I found people making comments at me. Now, these are people who... (laughs) I know this is standing in my truth, so I'm going to be very careful what I say here. These are people that will just come on social media. They don't, they don't interact with me, but they feel quite comfortable to watch what I'll do. The reason why they don't interact with me is because I know they don't like me, but it's not a problem. But they will see me out and feel, and maybe feel that they have to greet me, which for me, it doesn't bother me either way. Because I've learnt to love myself. I've learnt that other people's opinions of me only inspires me to be a better person. Because for what have they been told, if I've never interacted with them before, if I've never been in their home, if I've never absolutely had a conversation and cursed them out or, or done anything to them, if they've only heard for by me because I have gone out with someone that I probably hadn't even gone out with before, but because I'm associated with them, you know, by association, I am guilty. I still greet them with a smile because I, I cannot stop them from having an opinion. But what I can do is not take on their energy. And a lot of people take on other people's energy. You don't need to do that. It's got nothing to do with you. Apply what is what is necessary to you apply what is necessary to you and get on with your life and be mentally stable you cannot be watching what other people say or do and in especially in this time where the only thing that we have because we are locked indoors is social media people become keyboard warriors you try and discipline yourself that you are able to look at it be subjective if you've got a comment then comment if you don't scroll scroll on again I had to discipline myself with that and that's why I try to stand in my truth the last part of this message that was sent to me, um, the true self-love is hard. It's the hardest yet most rewarding thing you can ever do. It is something that is earned day in and day out. Let me read that again. True self-love is hard. It's the hardest yet most rewarding thing you can ever do. It is something that is earned day in and day out so I'm going to leave you today with as I snivelled through all of this for those who are listening on the podcast it is a beautiful day I'm sitting on my meditation bench my beautiful mother violet meditation bench the sun is glorious on the 7th of October and I can actually sit in the garden in my flip flops can you believe that in Great Britain But the moral today is learn to love yourself. Learn to have self-discipline. When the chips are down, baby steps, don't beat yourself up. You can do this.
if people want to drag memories up, let them do that because if that's the way they heal, but when they do, let them know that bringing the past for you does not put you in a great place. And allow yourself for that information to come to you in a way that you're able to take it in. And I don't know if anyone's read the, the Celestine Prophecy. I'm coming to the end of this. Oh, God, time stops to snivelling. The Celestine Prophecy is an amazing book. Nothing is never by coincidence, they say. But it is. Things things, possessions and people are brought into your life is to teach you the next stage. It's not just about relationships, it's about everything. So take responsibility for your own actions because it does come back to bite you in the arse. Take responsibility for the thought process. It comes back to bite you in your mindset. Have a beautiful day. I hope this was positive message for everybody around the world. This is Valerie signing out, standing in my truth. God bless you.